Welcome to A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Podcast. I'm Jesse. And I'm Eric. And this is Joe. Hi, Joe. Hi, guys. How are you? I'm good. We're good, I think. You're yes, good, right? I'm You're great. Perfect. Um, I always let people introduce themselves because they know themselves better. And then <laughs> I put in the lower third later. So. Right. The lower third. I'm afraid what the lower third would be. <laughs> Just the blur. Joe Crawford. What do you hey, do, we, Joe? We got a oh. business card. We could even show that. There yes. you go. Yeah, everything's on there, too. Uh, a uh, quick synopsis, I guess. The you're award-winning entertainer. Yeah, award-winning. Yeah, award-winning entertainer, Joe Crawford. That's all you need to know. That's all. Top-notch Canadian entertainer. <laughs> uh, that's all. Just look on JoeCrawfordLive.com. Everything is there. Oh, he's uh, a promoter. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, based a little bit about myself, I've been entertaining for oh my gosh, for over 25 years. Started out as a clown. Oh, I know. Yeah. I, I had some questions about your bio. Yeah, well, and we'll talk about that for sure. I'm very candid. You can ask me anything you want. Very open. And I've played music, piano, sing, entertain, do singing comedy shows. In that singing comedy shows, I do dressing up and impersonations of Dolly Parton, Tina Turner. Okay. Sonny and Cher. I got to see this now. You can I see the video. I sent you the video link earlier today, actually. Yeah. Hmm. You can see me in that bedazzled purple dress as Tina Turner with the purple high heels and all. A relatively big-breasted Dolly yeah, Parton. Yeah, big-breasted Dolly Parton, all that fun stuff. And then also I host the Joe Show that I've been doing with my radio show for about 12 years now. We're in our 12th season, so 12 and a half years we're in it. And uh, How many episodes do you think? Um, when I did season 10, I know towards about three months before ending the season, we hit 250 episodes. <laughs> but because what happened was I started out doing monthly, then I started doing nightly, oh, yeah. then I started doing a couple nights a week, then got back into doing it nightly again. Um, so I should say nightly, five nights a week as opposed to seven days a week. And then I ended up doing now just once a week, which is more than enough, and enjoy it. But I, I would say now, so from there, oh, we're probably over the 300 mark, roughly, nice. I would say. It's pretty far so, Or pretty close into it. It'll take us five years to get to that point. <laughs> it will. But you guys go weekly, like constantly like you guys consistently right? yeah you're you're over 50 60 episodes almost now yourself this is 56 yeah and that i we did a tally a while back and i should do a new tally in fact maybe the new tally will be on the screen right now but we are probably at like 85 hours of of conversation yeah that's a long time for me that feels like an underwhelming number considering how long some of these go but it's amazing how great, friend, how much better friends we've become. Doing yeah, this. I know. I, I didn't really know anything, I guess, in retrospect about Jesse until we did this. So it helps. We knew the surface level stuff, but now <laughs> yeah. it seems like I've known him for eighty-five years. It's <laughs> like dog years, right? One yeah. hour is one year of knowing each other. And then I remember the stories because I'm the one that. I mean, we both edit everything, but yeah. I hear the. The video time and time again <laughs> so there you go so if there's any trivia on you then he'll know it. it's true we probably would be able to do partner trivia very well we should do an episode like that. <laughs> the newlywed game but yeah. co the newly co-host game or whatever else there. i had i have a roommate in this apartment and we had a housewarming party and being in the wedding industry we see a lot of a lot of games with brides and grooms where they like do a oh, yeah. shoe raise oh right yeah yeah we had a few drinks in us, and the people, our guests, Eric included, I suppose, 
told us that we should try that out and it turns out we would make a very very good couple <laughs> we agreed quite a bit <laughs> there you go see <laughs> very good hi justin <laughs> but um no it's it's been an interesting uh been an interesting 56 episodes just going through there's been a lot of conversations back and forth between eric and i but yeah we've been able to meet a lot of interesting people including yourself oh well thank you with, so go ahead oh i was gonna say with so many episodes or so much content released by you do you feel like it really picks up pace at any point like is it do you see a lot of growth at some point yeah that's an amazing question when i first started out i literally thought why am i doing this because i was having like three <laughs> listeners at a time right that's us. so yeah. there you go right so i just doubled your listenership to six that's fantastic <laughs> all right um so when i went to terrestrial radio I worked in terrestrial radio and i left terrestrial radio but wanted to keep on doing radio so i started out in an audio blog website and to do that was totally free it was once a month now yeah in that first year that i did it i had I was lucky to have like Howie Mandel as a guest, the amazing Kreskin. Okay. So I was actually having like a couple hundreds of listeners at that time because those bigger names were coming up, but there was no way I didn't know how to promote myself mm. at that time then. About four seasons or four years, so I consider a year a season. So um, after four seasons, I then ended up getting spoken to from a network out of Montana that said, hey, we like your style and how you interview your celebrities and your guests and that. Would you consider being on my network? So I said, okay, yeah, not a problem. He told me his protocol and that stuff. And after four years, now going into the fifth year, he, um, he had a year to get himself ready because he wasn't quite there yet to run an online 24-hour, seven-day-a-week radio station. I was still asking PR people and celebrity big names, PR people to be on my show, be on my show. A lot of turnaways, a lot of turn, because I was a nobody, right? That's like, fair. Or whatever else. We but, recently got turned away by Ed the Sock. Oh, come on. <laughs> now, I never tried for Ed the Sock, but. I, I took a shot in the dark and contacted his people. I got two replies at the very least, but then yeah. they stopped. But okay, so let me tell you, this is something that I learned. Don't. Take no for an answer. Oh, I tried not, but once they stop replying, I don't want to we, piss off. We the almost song. got no. <laughs> we, we got a very strange response from uh, Doug Ford. Yeah, we almost we had I contacted him earlier, we probably would have had Doug oh, Ford on this podcast. Right. And then as soon as he won, he stopped contacting. Oh, uh, yeah, mm. yeah. But you know what? What a waste of a vote. <laughs> We're not getting political here. But you could also, there's other ways to communicate, though. You can make phone calls and, uh-huh. and whatever else, yeah. right? And just say, um, and even if it ends up being, and I'm not promoting lying, but of stretching the truth a wee bit <laughs> and not saying who, so now they know who you are by email, right? When I send out emails, it's, and even when I started, it wasn't Joe Crawford. It was somebody else's name and called it Talent Coordinator. Ooh. And when then they emailed back, because they were sending the email to the my email, I would respond back as that person that sent the email. Until then, I would then say, all right, well, Joe knows more about this. He's the host. I'll let him take over from here. Hmm. And then go on that way. So it's just the illusion. 
See, this is oh. a problem because now after this episode, people are going to get messages from our talent coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they won't know unless they really do the research. That's so right, right? So matter. you can have the talent coordinator or also too, then um, you can call up and just and be friendly. And, and don't, and when I say call up, like, I mean, um, and I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going a different diagonal here for a That's second to go do. with the question. That's good. Okay. That um, it took me two years to get Jerry Springer. On my show. It's a big deal. Yeah. But same thing, Larry King. It took about two years. But it was every three or four months, I would just send a reminder email. Now, this is when I'm a little more established. I'm in my seventh, eighth year. Mm-hmm. So I'm still trying to chase tail there. But the thing is, is that I would just send, hey, I'm here. In that time period, I've had X and X and X and X and X on my show. And we're growing. So, okay, add the sock. All right. You guys are going to grow more so. I know it. I see it for you guys. All right. You already got Joe Crawford here. So this is fantastic. Oh, I know. We but... are on the, the precipice of <laughs> Some, something great. Yeah, right? But no, but honestly, when you get more guests on, you have that confirmation to then go back and say, look it, I've now had so and so and so and so on. And then like, oh, well then maybe, okay, then I'll do that. And then it just grows. So in my fourth year... I went to the net. Um, I, I con- got contacted by the network. Network said I gave them a year because I said you got a year to figure it all out. Then I did an on live location. Said to the network, um, if you can get me up and running on this day, I have John Tesh, I have um, Alan Thick, and I have uh, this musician that was based a Canadian musician based out of uh, Nova Scotia, and we're going to be live on location. If you can get me set up and run, I'll be on your network. He did everything he did. His power, no problem. By the seventh year. It was about 50-50 that PR people were now seeing me. Are, I didn't have the contact. They were sending me information on mm. their clientele. So it took a good seven years to finally get a running. Go ahead. That's a lot of persistence. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly, right? But now, still not making a whole lot of money doing no. this, okay? Until we get to the 10th year. Now, the 10th year... I'm now making some money in turn, finally. So 10 years, finally making money. So I did it for free almost for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And you would 37. think... <laughs> and you would think after 10 years, who would work for free for 10 years? Right? <laughs> That's basically... But it's, a, it's not even this, working this with passion. This is a crime of passion doing A little bit. This, so. Yeah, so that's what it is for there, right? And same, same thing that way. So it's not really work. But now, at the 10-year mark, 98% of the PR people are now just contacting me. And if I want the big ones like Oprah that I haven't had yet, but I try to get Steve Harvey, I try to get, That'd but I had crazy. to get Bob Barker, which I got Bob Barker. I emailed them and not there. Steve Harvey's relatively local, isn't he? I don't know. Steve Is... Harvey's no LA. He's in LA? Yeah. I could have swore. Maybe Steve they... Harvey's a family feud guy. Yes. And yeah. For some reason, I think there was something. There's something that always gets played on buff, like a Buffalo radio station or something that I could have swore he was maybe coming in to do or something. Oh, maybe so they do. So same thing like Ryan Seacrest, yeah. right? So Ryan Seacrest is based now out of New York, and he records his show, yeah. and then it's syndicated oh, across all these other networks, or like Delilah or whatever else. Like, I feel like they were being dishonest because they were really playing it up as if he was this. You know, he was <laughs> at least coming to Buffalo or uh, somewhere. They do, but the yeah. There's the illusion again. I'm lied to. There's the illusion, right? So. When I contacted you, that's what we've been trying to do um, with the limited amount of people we had. I think the original message was saying that we've interviewed local, like magicians, uh, musicians, 
Niagara 411 and whatnot. Yeah, so. and that's what turned me on to, that's wrong choice of words, uh, to you guys. But, I'm used to it. It's yeah, okay. okay. I'm okay um, with turning that... people on. <laughs> this is why I stay in radio. But anyway, because <laughs> I don't turn people on. <laughs> I've always been told I have the face and voice for radio. There you go, right? There you are. Well, I only could tell I got the face, not the voice. But anyways, um, <laughs> people told me to pay me to keep my clothes on. That's what got me through college. But <laughs> regardless of that, but the thing is, what was the question again? Sorry. <laughs> um, and Joe and I are actually Something, graduates from the same course. Yeah, Niagara, Niagara, Niagara College. Okay. Just, yeah. Something about Niagara 411 before. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. when you asked me that you had these locals on and that stuff, and let's swear to God, there's only water in here. Um, that. <laughs> Do you want some tequila? Oh, well, we can. Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll see how the show goes. <laughs> anyway, anyways, but this, like, I'm trying to get the answer here. Okay, here we go. Uh, but the thing is, is that when you told me you've you've already established your base of interviews and shows that you did, then and you said you had all this local talent on, and I was like, oh, you know what? That'd be good, and it supports local and whatever. If I was like one of your first people to come on, I would be like, uh, I would hum and haw, and where this time I didn't hum, it was like an instant automatic yes. So you built that base, you built the fact that you had locals, and the same thing's gonna happen when you get celebrities and that stuff as you grow. More so. so. I'm blushing that you're calling 100 people and maybe 50 listeners a base. So, (laughs) So, you got to start from somewhere, right? Here's an interesting thing, though. What do you think about just being in an apartment? So, basically, what you have is your lens of a camera. Yes. Right? So, your viewers are only seeing what's in the camera, not beyond the camera. Hopefully. I mean... Right. I mean, well, unless you open up your camera... If you compose it correctly. Right. Yeah. So the thing is, it doesn't matter if... Like, how do they do it with the big uh, the big green screen behind them? Right? They're, 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 else, they're, they're in a studio, but they're saying they're elsewhere because they've got a big screen yeah. behind them. So it doesn't matter where you are, I don't think. For maybe trying to get guests, it can maybe deter a little bit more so. But I did a TV show... That or I hosted a TV show that was put on by a real estate agent in Mississauga mm-hmm. that basically wanted to have his own real estate channel and have different shows on. And it was the same thing we had in, in an apartment. It was in a condo that he had. But if you look at the camera, you only see what's beyond that. Or you don't see what's beyond that. You only see what's in the lens of that camera. So you just see a white wall and that was it. For the guests, they were no problem coming because they were in the area anyways. It didn't matter. And they seemed to be okay with it. I, I had some big guests and then, then the other bigger guests that like Gilbert Godfrey, for example, mm. it was done in a Skype interview because they didn't want to come into a condo. No. So, but if you can get us, like you guys are going to get a studio, which uh, in the, in the process. Alert. <laughs> Oh shoot! Did I say? Oh, it's okay. You guys gotta put up with us. It's fine. I'm never being well welcome back to this show ever again. No, so we're sorry. just working out the details. We've lost the good. Okay, it. edit that part out. I'm so sorry, but oh shoot! <laughs> They're coming to now Joe's Show Studios <laughs> to do their tapings at a Port Colbert, and um, not even that far away. <laughs> well, for you, you're not that far, right? No, no, no. Welland. Yeah, so. Yeah. But uh, for growing and depending on what kind of guests you want to get, even too, like when I did my Joe show filming of the TV show for five years, um, I had a uh, connection with the casino. 
and we would just go to the casino and you would go on location. It's a scenic venue. It's a scenic venue. They had their backdrop of their uh, casino logos and all that stuff. Comic-Con, when I've done Comic-Con, you are in the Scotiabank Convention Center and you're whatever and you just have like three chairs set up and they're coming to you. So it doesn't matter where you're at. I think if you go to them, it could be a lot better. But trying to get a big name celebrity, like say John Tesh to come into an apartment, probably, probably not. not. No. He would but. not have tried with John Tesh. But I, I think Maybe sure. Ed the Sock might Ed come, but he'd come out of the... Yeah. It's safe to, to say that by the time this airs, big things could happen. So no, we are trying to to get a studio space where we can welcome people in. No, that's fine. (laughs) Um, I mean, we do have the power to edit it out if we wanted to, but it's not that big a deal. Um, Just thinking back, last summer, I also had a a nice, I guess, generational gap. We almost got Don Wells, who was Marianne. Yeah. Except her answer was, well... It's a little late, and what's a podcast? Oh, <laughs> no. So I didn't thoroughly explain myself well enough. Right. And I I guess at the time I thought, well, I've loved Gillian's Island for years, so if I could get Marianne, that would be crazy. But it's a little late, and I messaged her, and somebody from her Facebook replied, and I'm assuming it was her yeah. because I, I have no other reason right. to assume not. She's like, well, it's a little late, and of course, what's a podcast? So. Yeah. Well, the thing is, then you throw back at and that kind of scenario is that it may be a little bit late, but there's reruns that are on TV to stay classic TV and of that nature. Why well, I, I think she meant late is in they got contacted her too late for her scheduling. Oh, okay, all right. I thought maybe like too late because the show's no longer on of that deal. But I have every flipping Gilligan's Island thing <laughs> possible. I know it's nice. reruns. Nice, yeah, but yeah, no, uh, it's. Thank you. As I said, when you were walking up, you likely could be one of the last people to to be interviewed in our humble abode. Yeah, that's quite if all right. If you ever want to come back to some of our to to our future green pasture. Yeah, absolutely. Stint. As long as I'm welcome, and I don't spoil, don't don't tell me anything that's going to spoil it, because apparently I just <laughs> blab it out. Um, I do have to ask a few things. Cause yeah, well, that's 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 the whole point of this interview, right? So in 1995. Oh, geez, well, you're naming a year. That's a, that's a year after I was born. <laughs> <laughs> what was I doing in 1995 when he was one year? You're a baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, Benedica. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You got a baby face. Oh. Yeah. And you just, oh, now I know why. Oh, now I feel old in 1995. So oh my. in 1995, okay. when Eric was one year old, Waffles the Clown was born. Yes, I was 10, 11 years old. So, okay. Yeah. And why did Waffles the Clown only succeed for eight years? Well, first of all, how the birth of Waffles came to be was that where I was living at the time, there was behind us neighbors that were clowns. and Like, like a group of them? No. <laughs> Yeah, they all came out of a car. They had a really small house, and they all lived in the same house. Oh, it was a couple. It was a husband and wife. That's fantastic. Oh, I love that. You are young. So That's okay. I love it. I love it. I just want to know if there was like a clown frat house or something. 
We did have a clown. I did the ten clown school. Yeah. Where they put on a clown course for like twelve weeks in that. I'd want to go to a, a fraternity clown party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we had a clown graduation and all that stuff, but uh, we ended up. They uh, this married couple were clowns, <laughs> and I went to go see them perform, and. At 10 years old, I was just as happy as the other kids that were 10 my age and that stuff. But I'm like, well, this is pretty cool. Like, this is something I want to do. <coughs> Excuse me. That I want to do and entertain. So I asked them, how can I be a clown? Laugh it out. That's all right. That's okay. So then uh, the birthing of waffles came to be that way. So uh, I did kids' birthday parties and a whole bunch of fun festive festivals and stuff like that. Did balloon animals, magic tricks, attended the course and that. And the reason why, so a little serious note now of why uh, Waffles only lasted for eight years. The first year of Niagara College of Broadcasting, the first semester even, there's like a hundred exams that you have yes. to take. Yes. Because you're covering radio, TV, film, photo like it's everything you're covering the first yes. year. And not to down it or anything else in that stuff, but it was around the Christmas season. And with having all those exams, I also helped Santa Claus at that time of year as well. That was a question too. Yep. And then I also was doing Waffles the Clown. I was also playing the piano at locations for entertaining that way that so much got added on my plate. I ended up having a mild heart attack. That's pretty brutal. Yeah. At the age of 18. <clears throat> yeah. It's not a common thing. <laughs> no. So I had the doctor said you need, even though it wasn't a lot of uh, stress that was going on, like with the clowning or whatever else, um, the doctor says you need to give up some things. So what's more important in your life right now because you're at 18 and you just had a mild heart attack. Yep. So, okay, fine. So then that's when I decided, well, I want to entertain, but how can I still entertain and still keep my foot in the water deal? And so the clowning took up a lot of extra hours to put the makeup on and all this other stuff. So I can be Joel the entertainer. And so then that's when the singing comedy started because all I do is just put on a, a suit or a tux. Didn't have to do any other things of that nature to buy balloons didn't have to make sure I had enough stock and whatever else that was done and then basically that's how the singing comedy shows uh, became to be but that's why I ended Waffles a Clown and uh, became to, to uh, continue on entertaining yeah so I know we just took a turn <laughs> I'm like, I'm, like, I know you didn't expect like we were like laughing like oh crap now he's like well, I was, I was dying expect, I was, was expecting an, like a punchline it was an enthralling turn I it was it. yeah I had a... But this goes to show, not to interrupt, sorry, no. but this goes to show that, yeah, okay, the funny person or the funny guy or the comedian or the entertainer, it's not always fun, laugh, and jokes. They're serious. Like, everyone in that, they have serious occurrences in their life. And this was one of those serious occurrences and had to do a life-changing alternative, and that's what it came to be. Uh, one question that I wasn't planning on asking, but yeah. I will ask... Uh, I very, very occasionally was a clown in my town's local Santa Claus parade. Yeah. And every so often I think, gee, that was fun. Do you miss clowning around? Now? No. I didn't. No. That. Like, I, how can I say? I do love kids. <laughs> and the reason why I love kids because they get to go back home to their parents. 
but in that time frame, I'm around kids sometimes too now, and it's like, oh my gosh, I just, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna make a great dad one day. I, I understand that, maybe not now, I'm, I'm single, and there's no ladies gonna see, go up me after they see this, but, um, no, I'm joking, but. We'll put the, his phone number at the bottom. Yeah, there you go, ladies, there you go, joecrawfordlive.com, it's all there, so just check it out. We <laughs> might as well talk about it, because you brought up before the interview that there was a mishap at a couple's <laughs> retreat. And there's I been many mishaps, what are you I, talking I about? I want to get into that one, because yes. it's, it's yes. incredible. <laughs> And then Jesse said he had something to add. We to may it, so adapt perfect. it to a screenplay. Let's work it out. Yeah, yeah. hey, absolutely. I'm all for it. I, I want to write a book and uh, of, of like my dating experiences because, oh my gosh, oh, there's been... I've got some stories some, Oh, there's some crazies, <laughs> I tell you. So, so how did you end up going to a couple's retreat in the first place? Yeah, so a couple's resort I go to is because I've basically, I entertain there. I play okay. piano and entertainment. So um, in compensation is you get to go there for a little mini free vacation. Sounds like stuff. a good compensation. Yeah. So a lot of my travels, so what I end up doing is, and um, which I always attach on extra days after the fact to enjoy the time because you're there while you're Rome, while not roam around. So <laughs> the thing is that I end up working, doing work vacations, but then the work vacations can also end up being like a little extended vacation afterwards. So the, the person I was with at the time always complained about, I always do work vacations. I don't go on vacation vacations. And I'm like, okay, granted, ditto, okay, fine. Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? And never we get an answer. So that's fine, no big deal. So if you want to come along with me on my, my work vacation I'm going on and I'm taking a few extra days to continue on my vacation to make it then a relaxing vacation, you're always welcome to come. Well, little did she know that I was going to propose to her Mm-hmm. and had it all set up and everything else and with the first night we get to the couples resort who goes to a couples resort and gets broken up with but there's the punchline there is that basically perform the first night and then because usually perform the second I perform the first night and then it was a breakup right after that so thank gosh she didn't do it before the, the, the performance that, that would have been a little awkward yeah. but then it was more awkward because then you got like to spend the two nights and three days there with each other you have to like share the same bed still and what do you want to do like I mean not what we do with the bed but I mean what are we going to do like for our sure. three sure. <laughs> trust me it was in the summer but there was cold wind that was blowing through I tell you oh my gosh it was like what's that one from Frozen Elsa is her name she came yep. in and it was like freezing everything but, um, but yeah, so then what happened was uh, we still stayed there and made the awkward ride home afterwards. And then, all right, well, you must well just grab your stuff from my house and take it and see you later and goodbye. And that was it. And was able to return the ring to the jeweler. Thank God. That's good. That was nice because uh, I was a little embarrassed in doing that. But... Always know your return policy at your jeweler. <laughs> yeah, right. Always. Always. You Always never... read the fine print. <laughs> That's right. Um, no questions asked, but obviously... Um, uh, I just told him right out what happened, and yeah. he goes, "Hey, better it happen now before you actually get the ring on her." I'm like, "Yeah, you're absolutely right." <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then the best part was, so this is how. There's more. There's more, right? There's more <laughs> after this break. No, so there's more. So what happens is I had to perform. So that we came, um, came back on a Friday or Saturday. Uh, Friday, I was depressed, whatever, for the whole weekend <laughs> and all that stuff. Had to perform Tuesday night. For a summer concert series that I was like advertising about and everything else. And it was Elvis night. And in those Elvis songs was all love songs mostly, right? As and, Elvis typically does. Yes. Yep. 
And of course, not one break, like stone face. Like if you, if you didn't know that I just got went through a breakup and didn't get to ask the girl of my dreams at that time to marry me, then you would have known there was nothing wrong. Now, mind you, some people knew because, I mean, I told them, hey, it's over, blah, 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 blah. And they were there and they're like, how did you do that? Without break, like I mean, you're singing "Can't Out Fall," uh, "Can't Out Falling in Love," and "Love Me Tender." I'm like, but that's what an actor does. Yes, that's what the show always must go on, and that's the one thing about being the clown that I learned. No matter what happened, okay, I'm a teenager, twelve, thirteen. What more can happen? I like scrape my knee when I fall on the off my bike or something or whatever. But you always have to be in the now and present for your audience because you don't want them to know there's something wrong. Why is this clown sad? Or why is this performer sad? Nobody likes a sad clown. No, right? And if they do, they're sadistic. <laughs> so <laughs> That's from me, no one else. That's not their, yeah, anyways. But uh, yeah, so then you always have to put on that happy face. So now I've learned from putting on a happy face that's not painted as a regular Joe, no pun intended. Oh, right? Your I like eyes that. Just oh, that basically that you could just put on that smile on your face and the show must go on. So but that's how it all happened, unraveled. So you know someone for me? No, they're too young because you're too young too. You're 10 years younger than me. I joke. I joke. Would be pretty young. <laughs> no, but that's how it all worked out and how it all happened. And I'm, I mean, I wish her well, bless her well. I never talked to her ever since then. And I actually just did a recent trip out east and back. Um, which really, really made a lot more closure for me and now able to move on. So That's good. Yeah. So she says I can't travel and not work. I didn't go out east to work. I went out, to, uh, out east to enjoy. I think so, yeah. we have a similar problem to traveling and working because, I mean, a lot of the photography stuff and all that, if you we end up going anywhere, it's just a work Absolutely. vacation of sorts. But still, those but are But if good. you can add on a few days if you can. on that, if you can, if not, then so be it or whatever else. But... Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to take a, a dive into a next bullet point on your business card. The, yeah. the comedian aspect of things. Because you have incredible comedic timing. At least, you do? At least compared to us. Because we're not comedians necessarily. But thank you. You're, you're good at hitting the hitting the beat. Oh, well, thank sure. you. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't really... I, I put comedian on there because with the award winning, I was nominated for two awards, three awards in North Carolina of all places. Uh, with the Artist Music Guild for Heritage Awards. Because the Joe Show, this is the beauty of the internet, right? Now it's worldwide. I've never done a show ever in my life in the States. I like to work in Canada. I always still work in Canada. I've never done a show ever down in the States. But they came across my comedy clips, my radio show, me doing what I do, and was nominated for Best Comedian of the Year, Best radio talk show host and best radio station with the Joe Show Network over a couple years in turn and won best comedian and best radio show host. Now, their terminology of uh, of comedian is what my terminology of entertainer is because when I think of comedian, I think of Jerry Seinfeld. Stand up, mostly, yeah. yeah. I think of George Carlin, Joan Rivers, Don Rickles, like all those great comedians. I don't do just straight stand-up. I do entertaining. So in my singing comedy shows, yes, I sing. I'll tell funny stories in between songs. I'll dress up, like I mentioned earlier, of what I do and the impersonations and that stuff, involve the audience in a comedic nature. And that's the terminology of a comedian. 
It's just not like your regular, you go to Yuck Yuck Stand Up or Just for Last Comedy Festival and that stuff there. So there's comedians and there's comedians. So I guess I should put it as comedians with two N's. With two N's. Yeah, so it's comedian, which is C-O-M-E-D-I-E-N-N-E. As opposed to just, I always comedian. thought that was the female version. No, and also that, that's a word I've never even seen written. So yeah, yeah. learn something new so, every day. There you go. So, so we would you be opposed? Like over the course of years, Eric and I have actually been talking about this. We haven't talked about it in a while, but we originally had said we were going to challenge ourselves to do like five minutes of a open mic stand up. Right. Session. Yeah. And do you think that over the course of your very interesting career, you have? Like, if you had to do five minutes of stand-up, do you think you could survive through that? Yes. stories? Absolutely. Because I had to do... It's what an MC does. That's true. Right? So I also MC a lot of different events. And you have downtime where if it's a dance group and then you have a band that's ready to set up, you at least have 15 minutes to fill other than just saying announcements like, okay, the beer's over there and buy your half and half ticket and whatever else the case may be. That you got to fill in that time because you don't want to lose that crowd of course not. because that's that intermission time. So yeah, you're going to keep it comedic. You're going to keep on whatever. So yeah, I can. Do I do it often? Probably not as often as a comedian would, but in my MC time, I have material ready if need be. So yeah. It's a good tip for people that are being MCs, I guess as well. That's one of the things that's very different between Eric and I, because mine would be, my style of comedy would just be all stories. That's, right. That's, I have fallen in and out of very interesting experiences yeah. in my life. And yours is kind of... A little bit more observational, a little bit more just creating stuff. I'm... And dry. <laughs> oh, very dry, very dry humor. And that's all right. And there's and there's the beauty of this is there's room for both. Right? So there's room for stories and there's room for dry. It's, so, it's a strange mix of them too. Because I mean, I think my two favorite comedians are George Carlin which is like a very like intellectual humor I find at least a lot of it's pretty absurd too but then Bill Burr just a preposterous yeah. kind of guy yeah yeah but nothing like how I would probably do it uh to compete with your couple's retreat story yeah let's I, hear a, let's hear I a, try to I try to avoid my quote-unquote playing the hits but this is <laughs> this is good uh my first year doing wedding photo and video okay I was seeing somebody mm -hmm. and as with most photographers and videographers this somebody also was my second shooting in the the video and photo right then we broke up and we had booked a wedding together so after the dust settled I'm like hey we booked it as a couple they would expect us as a couple yeah are we going to be able to do it or do you want me to find somebody else? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can see this where it's going, but come on, tell me more. And she's like, okay, yeah, we can do it. I'm like, okay. I'm immediately regretting giving option one, but let's try it. Yep, good for you. It was a cold Saturday. <laughs> um, so we, we shoot the wedding, we're doing the wedding, and while we're with the couple, we're laughing joking talking like it almost seemed like it was real almost yeah. like a relationship did but turns out it was a facade because <laughs> whenever we weren't by the couple we were just saying oh, i hate you you're fucking <laughs> so very professional we shoot throughout the entire day and we're about to leave I'm like yeah. thank god 
as we're leaving, we say goodbye to the couple, and the couple's like, oh, no, no, stay, stay, one more dance, one more dance. We're like, okay. So we end up slow dancing together. Smiling. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Smiling and talking. And I'm thinking, okay, I am a great lover of closure. I'm a writer, so I like... I like narrative closure, even in life, if I yep. can get it. So I'm like, I'm going to apologize. Because there were some things where I was at fault. Yep. So I apologized on the dance floor. And smiling, she was like, oh, well, I'm so much better without you. You know, <laughs> I've got a new guy now, and he's hung like a horse. Oh, <laughs> and, my goodness. I'm like, I'm going to go cry. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, they can be vicious, but yes. that's all right. Um. So we didn't work together after that. <laughs> I could imagine, yeah. Wow, yeah. So that's the same awesome. thing. We yeah. had to act like a couple. Well, you, you. I didn't have to act. We, 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 we just weren't a couple. Ha- we just stayed at a couple's resort. Did you have to go home in the same car? Oh. No, we drove separate. Lovely. Oh, there you go. That, but, that's bonus. Yeah. But we, she had wanted to be paid on the day, and I normally, especially now, I do. But normally, I waited a little bit. But I realized that she was such a horrible person. Yeah. I decided to pay her on the day. So while we drove separately, she followed me back to my apartment to get a check. Oh, jeez. And she's like, well, can I see where you're living now? And for some reason, I'm like, sure. And then she just insulted me. Oh, jeez, a little wrong note there. Oh, oh. Uh, well, <laughs> that's, that's horrible. But I'm that, and we all have those stories. But I went back to the couple's resort by myself because I had to go back and play again mm-hmm. and that stuff and they're like oh so you and so and so are together and I'm like oh no 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 I'm single now or whatever I'm like think of this way I'm saving you guys food <laughs> because they would have to bring two meals for dinner two meals true. for breakfast I'm like oh I go that's how it works but yeah I'm sorry that even happened to you wow <laughs> no, At I, least, like I didn't even get any closure I just got told like I told no more and then talking and then that was it and... well, I didn't really get closure I was trying to apologize yeah, I didn't well you got closure on your end though a horse <laughs> Probably My Little Pony, but <laughs> um, yeah, and then I mean other dating stories. I've been involved in wheelchair vehicular manslaughter. We've told that attempted. one so many times. Oh yeah, my yeah, gosh! So won't won't mention it again. Yeah, but, uh, dating is complicated sometimes. It is. It is. Now I'm... I seem to have good luck. I guess. Yeah, keep. Well, you're young, so don't be fooled. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm looking pretty... to exit the dating field, pretty much. <laughs> You're looking to exit the dating field? Yeah, I'm good. I'm happy. That's good. Yeah. So, so you gonna put a ring on it? Maybe. That's good. Yeah. yeah let me know. I'll DJ your wedding. <laughs> this is gonna be great because all of Tila's family is gonna comment on this or freak out or something, but they all know that. I don't know. They they've been all pushing for it forever. And yeah. same with my. How long have you been with her? Do they know something I don't know? No, they don't. Okay. How long have they been? Are you two years? Two years. Oh, that's decent. Yeah. That's decent. Good for you guys. Hey, I'm not against love. Where the, the soreness has happened to it, I'm not against it. So good for you. I'm only 24, but everybody's just like, have kids. And, and even my parents, who won't necessarily say it directly. I texted to be... your father the other so, day. You did? Yesterday. Nice. Yeah. What, do you, what do you have to say? I sent him a picture. His father is a French. Okay. Uh, he, he deals with uh, maple syrup. Oh, okay. <laughs> not, re- not in a professional manner. He well, just I know. makes homemade maple syrup. So I sent him a picture show this to you and then i'll show this to you we'll see what's we gotta show it to the audience i know i can't show it to the audience i sent him that that's terrible (laughs) (laughs) oh geez a little 
That's fantastic. And you'll have to sit tune and enjoy that. And he responded saying, funny, so technically I'm ramming a pecker on my maple trees, which is good, right? <laughs> I mean, they didn't have one before. That's funny. I, I mean, you're tapping a tree. Yeah, <laughs> tapping that. Not bark. exactly the same tapping thing. But sad. are you? Um, do you ever? Because you're saying how they're saying, oh, you should get married and that stuff. Do you go like to weddings and they're like, oh, you're next, you're next and that stuff? Because if they are, then you need to go to funerals and tell the old people, yeah, you're next, you're next. Ooh, <laughs> that's a good one. I can see the humor in that. <laughs> Don't rush it. But you know what? You're you're gonna you're gonna know when it's right. But good for you. Thank you. So no, that's fantastic. Um, and I say that sincerely. I'm not saying I, that. Now I'm yeah. thinking about saying that at funerals. <laughs> I don't know. You just sit in the front row, stare. You're you next. look over. A, a proper MC would be so good as a funeral director if you could just have some. Right? I don't know. Of course, even a ventriloquist would be great too at the time. And <laughs> we put fun in funeral. Like, <laughs> what? Grandpa's back alive again? <laughs> oh, but uh, yeah. I, I, I'm sick. This is why I'm single. <laughs> hey, maybe it'll it'll catch on one day. You put that one on the business card. There you go. Sick or single? No, uh, funeral home venture. Oh, <laughs> Although go. single wouldn't necessarily be bad either. <laughs> there you go. I, I know several people who have got business cards just because they want to give something with their number on it. I interviewed a guy long time ago back in Niagara College. His name was, I think, Rob Barnett, I believe. And he was offering $10,000. He had a website, 10kforawife.com. And I did it in my college years. I just remember, like, just, and he was like a bachelor and he went through all these inter like uh, all these dates and that stuff. Interviews, I guess you can call them too and that stuff to try to get a wife. But I uh, was offering 10000 Mind you, I don't think he ever did end up finding a wife. But uh, yeah, he was off. I don't have $10,000, but still. I'm looking if I got $10 to my name. <laughs> $10,000, but yeah. $10,000 for a wife. <laughs> That's... I guess a good... It's an interesting concept. Yeah. I worked with somebody uh, recently who for Halloween went as Tinder. Like she... We designed a Tinder. How many guys go up to her and keep on swiping? Uh, <laughs> not many. Thankfully, she was a reasonably good-looking woman, so... Oh, all right. Yep. She was fine. You should have a guy dress up as Grinder. That's all. <laughs> What would that look like? Hmm. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't know either. I'm just... So, since 1996, you've had a very active relationship with Santa Claus. Yes, very active. as of Even as active as of last year. That's interesting, because we have as well. Nice. Yes. How so? Uh, well, Santa comes and helps us with photos and stuff like that. Nice. And we've, uh, we've revolutionized his... Uh, his his cosmetics yep fantastic so speak. yeah um so no that's interesting so yeah how, how did you get into entertaining with santa claus well you know what? working with santa working claus. with santa claus yeah well the thing is that i as much as i made a little joke earlier about kids and that stuff i truly do love them and they do say the darndest things and as an entertainer you are willing almost to do anything for money so yes that's uh, certain, right twenty dollars is twenty dollars absolutely right desperation yeah so um back when i started in 1996 they said do you do you work with santa claus and i said yes i do no i didn't but yes, yes I, I do that's the right answer so what do you want me to do and where do i gotta be 
and ever since then it's just grown and i helped santa claus come off the tugboat from park colburn that's a yearly tradition that santa claus comes off the tugboat down the canal and that kind of kicks off christmas for port colburn that's very port colborny yeah absolutely and then uh, i'm really trying to hope to uh, work with santa to be able to do the christmas parade in port colborn Mm. but within due time so my parents this this sounds like a really bad segue but there's a point um my parents used to own a sex shop (laughs) <laughs> ho 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 what's the that's a good segue come on and i always i mean i say it like that because it's about as far away from santa claus as possible no no actually <laughs> I, I think they might sell a lot of those suits at a certain time so they they owned a adult novelty joke sex and costume shop right. and one of the things that they did is for santa's helpers they would rent out the santa outfits right and sometimes uh, young Jesse, teenage Jesse, would be Santa's helper and go to parties and stuff like that. Cool. Now, believe it or not, I was very awkward when I was young. <laughs> I know that's hard to believe. <laughs> very hard to believe. So sometimes I'd end up going to parties of girls that I liked in high school, and then Santa gets gets awkward. Oh, uh, yeah. But one time, I didn't get to go to the party because of what I'm about to tell you, but I really wish that I had. Somebody had booked us for a Friday or Saturday night party. And when I get to the door, it's just a group of kind of like 20 or 30 something women. And I think they thought they were hiring a Santa stripper. From a sex shop. Yes, naturally. Yeah. So here I am, 16, thinking (laughs) this either could be awesome or more likely and absolutely horribly. I'm like, I feel like this isn't what we were were hoping for here. Um, I don't exactly know what happened on the business end of things, but I right. did not go in. Oh, that's hilarious. Well, that's funny you say that because when I was doing Waffles a Clown uh, at a party. You also played Waffles the Stripper. No, not <laughs> Waffles the Stripper, but the family was so nice. They were offering me marijuana if I wanted to have some. Oh. And that stuff, cause the, the, not the kids, but the adults no. and that stuff at the party and that and I'm like, no, 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 I'm good, thanks. They're offering me something to drink. I'm like, I'm 16 years old. No, no, no. Like, I'm good, thanks. They were Jamaican, the family was. So they were very laid back and that stuff and nothing against their culture. Um, they were very, very friendly of that nature. And I'm like, well, no, I don't do that. I'm just here for the magic balloons and I'm out of here. I feel like performing would be very hard if you started smoking and drinking here a is clown? a dog it's not a doggy what are you talking look at the dog it's a dog wolf wolf here you go uh this is one of the more recent pictures of our santa sighting very nice yeah so we worked on his cosmetics a little bit obviously yeah, absolutely santa looks good there thank you so you're welcome um back to your your bio okay uh-oh which is i i think it's interesting because we're we this truly is probably the definitive a funny thing happening with the podcast because we are talking about funny things as we're getting closer to the time of recording. Oh, there you go. Even though See? we're still in the 90s. <laughs> How old were you then? No, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, when you started being Santa Claus, I was four. So I'm even young as there well. There you go. See, oh my gosh, you guys are babinos. Started being friends with Santa Claus. I'm going to edit that after. We spent so long. So we did such a good time. <laughs> Never mind. I'm moving <laughs> on. Um, actually, that's 
I didn't realize that. How does a your organ playing for weddings, funerals, and churches? So you, as an entertainer, have had an in to be a ventriloquist for dead people, <laughs> right? <laughs> Automatically, yeah, um, yeah. Again, another entertainment question: Would you, because you play the piano, would you play the organ? I never played the organ in my life. When they asked me, yeah, sure, absolutely. It's almost like a piano, and do that. Is it? Kind of, yeah. You, can, yeah. you got two keyboards and that. Then you got the pedals. The pedals are a little more harder to keep up. You got to have good coordination between the two hands and the arm, uh, two hands and the foot. <clears throat> but other than that, and now I've been an organist at a church in Fort Erie for over what are we going into eleven or twelve years, basically with them. So, oh, that, but I, but I again was on my own freelancing. We do weddings. Same thing with the DJ because I always got asked, "Do you DJ?" I said, "No." And they're like, well, "Why not?" Well, because I don't DJ. And but they go, but you got the sound equipment when you do your entertaining and you're singing comedy shows. Yeah, all right. Well, now I'll subscribe to a big, huge DJ database and all this other fun stuff. And so, now you're yeah. a DJ. So now sometimes I DJ. Got a few weddings this year to do, and uh, they are so much fun to do. It definitely makes a big difference when you have a very lively MC, or it just seems that there's a lot of people in the industry that really don't get the crowd. I hear going. that a lot. Most weddings yeah. that we go to. As we're slowly getting older and wondering how we're going to throw a, a good, you know, wedding reception. Uh, so typically we don't drive alone. So there's always conversation on the way home from weddings. And quite often some of the questions is, what could this wedding have done differently? And DJs are quite often one of the top things. I mean, open bars are definitely important when you want people to have fun. Yes. Right. Um, but having somebody who's actually good with people and you get people started makes all the difference. Absolutely. I think you can have a really good DJ and not an open bar and it would still be successful. Yeah. Yeah. But a good DJ and a good open bar. Great combination. Yeah. Now, I, I've seen it where the, uh, and I don't know if you've seen this in the weddings that you've done, where there's a DJ and then there's also an MC with the company as well because a DJ is not really good of an MC. But there's an extra person yep. there. I mean, it's extra money for the couple to pay for or whatever else. But then that MC ends up being pretty good and very interactive, I think. That the ones that I've attended of weddings. But for the most part, if you want to save money, you want a good DJ and a great MC. Or you want a great DJ and a great MC. You don't want either one to be at par. Because, again, it's very interactive. You want them to be involved. You want to keep the things going. You want to, uh, I, I, I don't try to steal away any speeches from um, the, the, the speech givers of jokes, but I always have wedding jokes, relationship jokes, right in the back of my head just in case because if you've got to fill that time or whatever the case may be, hmm. again, you have that. So it all correlates together. So, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, this one's just a random question. Ask random. I'm good. What did you do on Live with Regis and Kelly? A couple things, actually. So, um, actually, how that all worked out at uh, 19. This guess, was in 2006. For, yep. For your context. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, there you go. I was in the later part of grade school. There you go. Very nice. Did you know who Regis and Kathy Lee were? I think so. Or Regis and Kelly? No. I probably would have. Yeah, you would have known who Regis was. Yes, that, absolutely. That was, that was yeah. Millionaire Day. Yes, yeah, millionaire. I, used to, I used to love watching it. Yeah, well, be millionaire, absolutely. So uh, back in when I was 19, a friend of mine wrote a letter to Regis at the casino, at Casino Rama, saying I was going to be there. I'm a huge fan of his. I think one of the greatest legendary broadcasters of all time. That's... Um, him, Larry King, and Howard Stern are the top three that I think of broadcasters that are out there. 
Um, and unfortunately, uh, Regis is retired. Larry King's still doing it. And um, Howard Stern, of course, on satellite radio. But not that they needed that plug or anything. But yeah, anyways. <laughs> you can <laughs> they, catch Howard Stern. I don't know sat- if you've heard of him. Yeah, right? On satellite radio, kids. You don't even know who Howard Stern is, probably. Or maybe you do. Who knows? But the thing is, is that at 19, the letter got sent. Never knew this happened. And in the bar area afterwards, or the lounge area after the show and that stuff, I happened to see him sitting there. And I went up to him. I was like, oh, hey, my name's Joe. Nice to He goes, oh, I got a letter from a friend of yours. So he got it. Like, that's the first time I knew that I got a letter sent to him or whatever. So with that connection, several years later, he was coming to the Falls View Casino. And, or um, yes, he was coming to Fallsview Casino a couple of years later. And so this is where the bull, bullshit lie comes in, sorry, of when I did a Christmas CD, okay? Yeah. Where I, I put that together, because Regis was performing, I went to the casino, I knew the guy who ran the entertainment at the, sorry, I knew the name of the guy who Your ran the- Your first Christmas album came out in 2008. Yeah, that's so, that's, so Regis came out in 2000, so with 2008 then, so then what happened was, um, I ended up putting a package together of a Christmas CD myself and that because, yes, yeah, so in 2006 I was on Regis as a go-go dancer because I came to Niagara Falls hmm. for their trivia and I was a go-go dancer for their trivia segment. Hmm. And that's how that all perspired. Yeah, it happened out to be and just dance with the music and was crazy <laughs> and that stuff down in Niagara Falls at Oaks Theater Park down there um, at the nice. base of the falls. So then with that and then meeting Regis... Uh, when I was 19, I put this package together at the casino and said, I have this package that needs to go to Regis. He knows it's coming to him. Well, we usually don't do that. No, he knows it's coming to him. He had no idea. And so this needs to get to him because I'm supposed to sing with him on stage. No, I wasn't. But <laughs> All right. So he needed this for me to sing on stage with him tonight at the casino. Oh, then this is like, this is important. We got to, but like serious whatever got across whatever they did they took that package and it went to him i went home and i was telling everyone i'm singing with regis Philbin. i had a, a the whole week prior i had the newspaper at the time put a story in that i was singing with regis Philbin. i had no flipping idea if i was going to sing with regis or not or whatever and it was local boy singing with regis on the falls you casino stage blah, 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 and everything else big huge news story of the week had no truth to it, whatever, oh. of not knowing it. Fake news. Fake news. The first <laughs> fake news ever. That's right. That's right. It's huge. Fake news. So get in the casino, sitting second row from the stage. Regis takes a drink, just like you did. My opportune time to say, hey, Regis, Joe loves you. And he goes, pardon me? I said, Joe Crawford loves you. He goes, Joe, I got your package. Thanks so much. You want to come sing a song with me up on stage? That's come awesome. Come on up. So he, he sang uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, did a little talking <laughs> back and forth of an interview he did with me to know a little bit and whatever else. And I have pictures that are on my Facebook that I sang with Regis Philbin. And yeah, and so the, now the fake news became true news. And it was just fantastic. You and predicted then, your own future. Basically. <laughs> well, see, at that time too, I think I really strongly believe if you put out the positive vibes out there or whatever like I, I keep on saying I want a million dollars but a million dollars hasn't ever come out yet but maybe if I publish it in the radio in the newspaper and say it, maybe it might come who knows right but the thing is it was just that all the positive vibes were out there and it was just a do matter in my head that this is going to happen 
And, and that's what I tell people. If you can get that attitude, like this is what's going to happen. Like I want this to happen. And you try to do, I don't, again, promote lying or whatever else, but if it helps you in the door a wee bit, go ahead. If, if you can overpromise, but you can also overdeliver. That's the thing. Seems like the right you situation. You have to be convincing. Yep. Right? So <clears throat> I sometimes also can say, like with that, that's a professional bullshitter, basically, almost. Now, I can't do that all the time or whatever else, because if I did, I think I would have a lot of things, but that's not how I want to live and whatever else. But to get the guests I wanted to get them back on the radio show back a long time ago or whatever, I said I would have so-and-so, so-and-so on, and sometimes I wouldn't have them on to get the big name. For the longest time, I would say I had Joan Rivers, which I didn't have Joan Rivers because she was a big name, but then I ended up getting Joan Rivers on, on, uh, with the interview as well. But when I was throwing out pitches, I said I had Joan Rivers, but I never did and that, right? So the thing is, um, be self-confident, believe in yourself, and oversell yourself in a way that you're not an arrogant asshole, basically. <laughs> and yeah, if you believe it, it will happen. So absolutely, I strongly believe in that. So that's how the Regis thing came up to be. And then a couple of times, he, more he come down to Niagara Falls. We've gone out for dinner and all that stuff and everything at Wolfgang Pucks and that. So, but yeah. You went out to dinner with Regis. Absolutely. Pullman. That's incredible. Yeah, him and Gelman. <laughs> yeah. So him and Gelman one time and him and his wife, Joy, another time. So that's how that happened. So is that your way of saying that uh, you have him on speed dial? <laughs> I don't, unfortunately, now that he's retired. The speed dial no longer exists. Um. That's impressive. That mm-hmm. uh, so you. I've watched a lot uh, of your stuff. Uh, I'm sorry. No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's just some of it's interesting because I don't know. Like I don't know how some of it came to be. Me neither. You're <laughs> sorry. You're. Uh, uh, your stint. As the host of Niagara Dines. Yeah. How did, like, what was that for? Like, what, it's... So Sun Media comes okay. to me. So the, the, the newspaper's in Niagara. Well and Tribune, Standard, yeah. The Review. So Sun Media. No longer Sun Media. It's something else. Or maybe it is Sun Media. I don't know. It was whatever. And Big they, corporate takeover. Yeah. They, they came to me and wanted to do a version of Diners, Dies, and Drive Through. And who would be good at doing it? And I said, or I didn't say anything. Something my name got tossed up, and whatever case may be. And so then, I talked with them. We did a pilot episode, turned out well. Did a full season of it. Then <clears throat> I guess I end up doing like a Gilbert Godfrey, where I tweeted something and lost the Aflac job and lost the Niagara Dines job <laughs> because their brand doesn't want to be associated with my brand, kind of deal. What? I said something along the lines about. I got detained at the border and I said, do I look like a terrorist of some kind or whatever else? So that's because I went to go get uh-huh. gas and that. And they said, well, our brand should be associated with your brand. Da, da, da. I said, you knew stuff. I put, and I post a lot worse other things before, yeah. before that and that stuff. And I go, you knew what you were getting into, but whatever. And then decide, if you made a joke about racial profiling of some kind, that could be a positive thing that is anti-racist. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Family guy. That's all I'm throwing out there. But anyway, it's absurd. Right. There's a lot more worse things out yeah. there. And so, but I was like, fine. So be it. And I did a little bit of my own. 
with the radio show. I uh, had a production company um, actually connect with me. We did a pilot show, which uh, unfortunately got beat out by some um, other show that was against um, with uh, Bell Media to pitch it to Bell Media. But uh, there might be works of another show. Maybe we do something. I don't know what that company. I'm always open to whatever the case may be of hosting a show of that stuff. Uh, but with that said and done, the Niagara Dines lasted for the year. It was a lot of fun. Great restaurants in Niagara. They continued on, I think, for a year more with, with episode with a with different girl. A varying degrees of quality. Yeah. As I watched through them. Well, yeah. I feel like I want advice about food now. What, did, what were your favorite places? Um, you know what? That was so long ago, but I tell you one thing because they were paying a lot of money, the restaurants. The food was all good. Yeah. Except for there was this one restaurant, it's Italian in St. Catharines. I forget the name of it now. But when they do a seafood salad, the calamari, like I've, you know what calamari is, yes. right? It's squid, right? I'm used to deep fried calamari, so the rubber rings basically that way. This was like the actual purple squid with the tentacles and whatever else. And, yeah. and Like the whole thing. Like the whole thing. Yeah, I've thing. eaten that before. Yeah, that is disgusting. Oh, I've had it. <laughs> it was great the last time so, I had it. Oh, the, maybe for you, and that's great, but it took me about four or five takes to smile and eat. Like, y'all's <laughs> good, or whatever, right? So that was like brand sponsored because you said they paid to have you yeah, on? Yeah, it was brand sponsored. I'd have to write up an article. It was advertising for the network and that stuff and always had to give a good review on that. So it was a little biased. However, let me tell you the God honest truth. Every restaurant we hit, because obviously the restaurants are not going to give you the crap food or anything No, else, they know right? what's happening. Yeah, Absolutely. So they're going to get their best of the best. And I tell you, these restaurants gave the best of the best. Like even that seafood, despite that little squid, that little calamari <laughs> thing that was disgusting as hell, that basically the rest of it was all good, right? It just happened to be that I had that not knowing what, because I'm looking at the camera and eating and noted, oh my God, it was too late and let's do a couple of takes or whatever else. And then let's, let's actually now just eat it, leave that half-bitten squid on the side and actually do it from the plate that doesn't have the squid on it. And that was good. You're one at the uh, Cheers restaurant in Welland. That was... That, that was, was fun. Good. The big halibut. Oh, yeah, Cheers that was insane. I just went there like two days ago. Oh, I'm yeah. telling you, we went... We, they butcher like a full-size halibut. Their there. fish and chips is fantastic. Oh, it's... <laughs> we did... It is. And we did two episodes... Hey, cheers. Sponsor us. We like you. We Barry's do like fantastic. you. Barry, fantastic. Yeah. Barry, I don't know if you know him or whatever else he's the we, we found great humor because on Facebook there's well and memes. Yeah. And they quoted... One with, of their yeah. outside side. Which, which, I which, drove through by it at like six in the morning. Like, what? And any owner that can have a sense of humor like that, uh, I, I, chances are he's not listening, but he's no. on our radar to go talk because we think there's business with him. But there's some interesting local Niagara business owners that have a real good sense of humor yeah. marketing that we'd love to work with. Yes. Yeah. And Barry's fantastic. And I did two episodes with him. So I did one with him where it was Niagara Dines. And then after I left Niagara Dines... And that and said, screw it, I can do this on my own, uh, which then I got too busy my schedule. I couldn't produce and do everything, all that stuff myself. Uh, I did Fun Food Fridays, and that was one of the, um, we went back and said, Barry, do you want it? He goes, absolutely. And because the price was right, I wasn't charging them what the newspapers were charging and all that stuff and everything of that nature. And yeah, and the Fun Food Fridays was a lot of fun because we did, unfortunately, Moku's restaurant doesn't exist anymore, but that was a lot of fun. That was a Hawaiian themed hmm. restaurant out in Fond Hill, uh, the Lazy Loon restaurant was Fun Food Fridays, that was good. And then that one, again, same thing. So they were charging less. Yeah, was I gonna give a real honest review? Yeah, and I told them that. But again, 
never was I given bad food. I feel because like he'd be he'd be very aware of that. Absolutely. And it was fantastic and I wish I had the time to do more. <clears throat> so do I, it. I'm I'm going to ask a question just cuz that's a interesting uh, business venture in some respects. When you approached them and you had a we'll, we'll call it a package setup or something like that. Right. What was your like pitch you were like hey i did niagara dines this is what it would charge to do a highlight on you or what so i so when i did my fun food fridays okay i said i also do the joe show so this is what you're going to get for what's going to be done so you get commercials on the joe show you'll get the audio aired on the joe show you get the video the video is yours you get social media all this all this stuff this is our listenership here is the grass of what our listenerships are. Male, women, between the ages of blah, 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 Niagara region, Ontario, and abroad, right? Abroad, they don't really care about. They want to more worry about what's in southern Ontario. Obviously. Understood. But then I also make the pitch, well, you know, summer's around the corner. And You're tourists tourist and whatever else, right? So absolutely. So then that, oh, okay, yeah, that's true too. They think of that nature. But then... Um, and then basically just say, this is what, so when I didn't have any shows of Fun Food Fridays, I used the, the basis of what Niagara Dimes would be, but this is how I'm doing it, but this is what it's gonna kinda look like. And this is what you need to do, prepare two dishes of this, this is how we're gonna do the shoot, and what's gonna be, we're gonna speak with the chef, we're going to sit down, we're gonna eat, we're gonna sit with the uh, owner, we're gonna, if you have people in the, in the establishment, then we can have people in, like, and just gave them all that stuff in a package together. This is how much it's gonna be, take it or leave it. And I give two options, you either pay this amount, or you pay this amount with gift cards. So you pay cash and gift cards, which is like whatever, and then you pay just cash or check or whatever else the case may be or whatever else. But gift cards, are they, they usually go for the second one because the gift cards, they make money off yes. of anyways and whatever have you. You do a $25 gift card, get two people to go, you may be eating a $30, $40 meal, or you eat by yourself, and because now I'm single, and you do <laughs> one and a half meals, right? Because you're going to go back to use that leftover $25, and then you're going to start then paying at that time. And then word of mouth, and it goes around that way, and exposure, and then they're still paying some cash to, for your time and effort that you put in. Very, very smart. Yeah. It's a very well uh, thought out business. Won't mention last names or whatnot, but it seems as though there's a there's another Niagara Joe that is doing. He is no, and you went. We can, and and and, and I, you I know him. Yeah, I, okay. I went to high school with him, Joe Gonzalez. Right okay. now, he's out trying to find the gold medal burger, and I think <laughs> it's fantastic. Burger. Funny story, I did a MC event. For uh, summer flicks or whatever else, never I totally forgot about this Joe Gonzalez guy because I mean I went to high school with him. He was a couple years older than me. I guess he was doing Impossible. like yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Restaurant reviews he was doing at the time, and someone said to me like almost like a heckler kind of deal in the eyes, like, "Are you that Joe Gonzalez guy?" I'm like, do I look like freaking Mexican? What do you mean Joe Gonzalez? <laughs> Not knowing it was that Joe Gonzalez I went to school, that Joe Gonzalez or whatever else, right? The real estate guy. Nice guy. I, I do love everything that he's doing, and I think it's fantastic, and I hope he finds that gold medal burger wherever he goes. you got to get him on your show as well. I think he's a I've great... I've contacted him. Oh, good. Great, great person, personality and all that stuff too. And uh, I have no affiliation with him whatsoever, but I think what he's doing, and I watch, and I love what he's doing too. Again, the internet, there's no competition, like really, with the internet per se, because... 
everyone has their own interests of different things. So right now he used to do must-see Mondays or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So fantastic. And he would do restaurants and do some events and whatever else. And that was different from what I was doing for Fun Food Fridays because he was only doing the food. Where my Fun Food Fridays was doing in the kitchen, we are making, we're sitting down with the owner. Like, there's different concepts of different things. So there's no competition. So when people think there's competition or whatever else, there's one person I'm going to leave out because um, I don't want to cause any problems or anything else because I do look at their Facebook page too for some news and updates and all that stuff too. Um, they, they think they're in a direct competition, but there's not because they're doing more things than what I do. And you guys are doing something different of a podcast where it's being done at an X amount of time. So you don't have any structure or time frame per se, unless no, you edit me down or whatever, right? I mean, we've gone hour. so long. Oh my God, I talk so much. We've gone for an hour and eight minutes. Listen to this at nighttime. It'll help you put you to bed. But anyways, uh, only this show, not the other shows or whatever else. I'm not trying to I, say this. I actually have somebody who messages me when, somebody different than our mutual messenger, but somebody who messages me when the podcasts don't come up on time. And she's like, I've used them to... To, to relax to oh. at night. Yeah. And I'm like, you're that's the polite way of saying that's, use them to fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. She's like, yes, but then I listen to the rest in the morning. Yeah. I'm, like, yeah, I'm so. sure you do. <laughs> I my friend, she actually listens to podcasts uh throughout the day and um but she also uses them to help her fall asleep at night. And so I've actually said, well, why don't you listen to my show or whatever else? Because I don't want your voice to put me to sleep. I like hanging out with you. And I'm like, <laughs> oh that's good. So that's a good Thing. But anyways, uh, but that Joe Gonzalez guy with the uh, the burgers he's doing, I think it's fantastic what he's doing. So that other Niagara Joe, I mean, go get him. Like, we're in no direct competition. We're in no indirect competition. And uh, there's room for everyone on the internet. I, uh, I've learned over the past few years with a lot of different businesses, obviously with the internet side of things, and then also with the the photography and videography, is there is no shortage of money. So I mean, not necessarily on our end, but yeah. <laughs> well, in, in the extent of money that can be yes, made. Yes, money yeah, that can be right. made. Yeah. Of course. Um, like weddings alone, Canadian wedding industry is like a four. It's a huge industry. Three billion dollar yeah. a year industry. Statistically, people spend a huge chunk on photo and video, so that's still a $1.3 billion a year industry. Yeah, There's absolutely. enough to go around. Oh, and yeah. with stuff like this. I, I don't know where it's going to go, but yeah. we, we I, could. It, it seems like the main trick is just to set yourself apart. Do something that's different or, or, or interesting. Something that people haven't necessarily heard of or, or just do it better than everybody else kind right. of thing. But that, yeah, then we can take more. Like of I it. said, it took me 10 yeah. years now. Uh, and with 12 years uh, going, I'm having over almost um, at times 4 million listeners a week. That's show across North America. Mm -hmm. Why? But I mean, when I when I got like one million, I was on my ninth season or whatever. So it took nine years to get at least one million a week to the show, and now and then when I broke two million and then whatever else. I just got joined on iHeartRadio because I'm getting a listenership because of that. Uh, when I hit the two point one million mark, I said, "iHeart, look at this is what I'm doing. Everything else, okay, you've established yourself." And it wasn't until like last spring. That I actually got on iHeartRadio. Hmm. So, yeah, okay, it's archived as a podcast because my show goes to a network that airs 24-7. And then I get that show back because I have all the rights to it. And then they're able to, um, like, I can use it however I want. So that's when I put it on iHeart and iTunes and garner up more listeners. So now we're hitting, like, almost 4 million because of iHeart and iTunes added together as well. 
So it takes time. I, I've been told you're crazy for what you're doing or whatever else, but if you have the passion for doing it, then it, it totally ends up a glory and golden sunshine at the end of the rainbow, more or less. So. Or getting broken up at a couple's resort. Or a couple's resort, resort yeah. Um, <laughs> Thanks. I was over that just till you just said that right now. <laughs> I'm going oh, no, to play through the the final bit of summary, and then I do a few other questions based on something you just mentioned. So, sure, no problem. Uh, second album release, October 2016, is Christmas Time with Joe Crawford. Yeah. Uh, I have not heard that album. I have been solicited other Christmas albums in my past. Oh, well, I need um, to solicit you some albums then. Well, my question was, for your albums, were they all covers, or did you do original songs? No, all covers. All covers. All covers. I don't... And you, this year, on Valentine's Day, you did a I did live an hour live show, yeah. Where you serenaded. Facebook. Yeah. How did that go? Much more... Better than I thought it was going to go, actually, to tell you the truth. It's a very uh, interesting idea. Because I did one long time ago um, on Facebook like that. Not, I think it was Valentine's. It was like a regular show kind of deal or whatever else. Mind you, I didn't have a lot of followers then either and that stuff. And that and now the followers have grown and, and, and what have you. But the thing is, is that I'm like, I'm never going to do this again. Because I think it was like, like, like 100 or something views. But now if, I think if we if our target for never doing something again was less than 100 views, this would have been done after episode <laughs> one. <dude. laughs> oh, no, no, no. You guys are doing good. Well, thank but, you. You're welcome. No, I honestly say this. Honestly, absolutely. But the thing was, I had like over like 10,000 views within that time. Was it because I was giving away a prize? Was it because they were coming to see me? Was it because they were alone on Thursday night on a Valentine's night? Was it whatever? Probably less because you were people. singing. Yeah, or was it because I was singing? That was the last thing. And and then even too, I had my cousin message me because I didn't know it got shared on like the Well and Meme page or something like that. It did. Yeah, and thanks to that, that garnered it up there too. So thank you, Well and Meme. But the thing was, like my cousin, was like you made it. I had no idea you made it a Well and Meme page. We, when the Niagara Four One One episode hit we ended up on the page too and it's a weird thing to watch people trash talk us but right right right, right. but no one trash talked me though uh, we got oh well some really a little bit i've never seen yeah. it Most... and i don't mind if people want to trash talk me go ahead i got big shoulders got a bigger stomach but i got big shoulders yeah me too so. <laughs> but yeah so uh I, that went over really well and the and and the album i'll get you some albums there and that stuff but they're all they're all covers i sing all covers well that's good so, yeah my, my mind thinks more of one-liner jokes and stuff like that, and my mind's like a hamster in a wheel that never stops turning, even at nighttime. Wake up in the morning, half the stuff I wrote down, I can't figure out what I wrote when I all shoot, yeah. but yeah. Probably better that way. I'm in the camp of people that think all the best Christmas songs have already been written, and it's... Well, right, well, yeah, so... There's a few new songs that come out that are okay, but typically... Yeah, it's the yeah. classics. Right? And I'm just so glad they brought back Baby It's Cold Outside. That of was course. my thing. Yeah, of course, that is... Um, to that October 2017 Niagara Entrepreneur of the Year award nomination for Best Innovator. What did you, just the platform were you innovating, or what did what? Uh, what so did you that's innovate? what I wanted to know too. What's what the I innovation? Got, so I wanted to know why innovator and whatever, right? Because uh, Steve the, Jobs. Yeah, right. Well, no, it's because of the the Fun Food Fridays. The coming up with ideas of shows that I do for my Joe show, the radio show, the TV show, the, the, the innovativeness of doing Dolly Parton and Sonny and Cher and that stuff there. It was that aspect more so 
as opposed to actually innovating and creating a hard copy product of something that was tangible to touch. The because um, it just doesn't mean that, but it also means just being creative. And so that was a real shock and surprise. I was able to attend there for that. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always, I, I don't do what I do for acolytes, recognition. I mean, it's fantastic. I get told, like you mentioned to me before we, uh, we got on air, that how people recognized you because you did a certain episode, pumping gas and that. And, and that was kind of weird and neat. It is. And, and yeah, but I don't do that to get that record. I do it because I love doing it. And it just solidifies and confirms that I'm doing something right when people are coming up to you and saying, hey, I saw this, and hey, whatever there, and yeah, so. Uh, perfect segue to my next question. Even though you don't do it for the fame, like are you, would you say that, I mean, at the very least in Niagara, you're a fairly recognizable figure? Like... Absolutely, 100%. I, I had uh, an ex a long time ago, back to exes for a second, where, and, and I felt bad for her. She had anxiety, and everywhere we would go, it would not be good for her. No. That's, and, and I wouldn't approach them. They would approach us. So one time she says, can we go to Boston Pizza in St. Catharines on Ontario Street there? She just said, no, we'll go well, to Boston Pizza in Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was from Beansville or something. Oh. So, But I said, yeah. She goes, how many people you know in St. Catharines? I'm like, I'm hardly not a lot. I'm more South Niagara well-known than I am North Niagara known. Now I'm kind of... 25 all night yeah yeah oh yeah now more so but so like yeah i don't know many people this is going back like seven eight years ago ten years ago even probably and i said yeah we can go to boston pizza and of course we sit in boston you know four people came up to us and she was like we can't go anywhere like and it triggered her anxiety i felt so bad for the girl but um yeah i've gone to the states now too like I'll go border shopping border fill up on gas whatever and they recognized me there just the other day i had some guy or just a couple weeks ago, I'm at Tim Hortons. My vehicle's parked. You can see my vehicle with my face on it. And Joe Crawford live and whatever, right? On his white van. And I'm at a Tim Hortons in Welland. And I get a, not even on my friends list, I get a random message of my van in my in my <laughs> inbox. And like flowered up and whatever that's else. creepy. No idea who, that's what I thought at first. Yeah. And like, that's someone who wants to do business. Yeah. Oh, or whatever cool. else, right? And he goes, I'll wash your van. And I'm like, I don't know where the I'll wash your van. Because I know where, because he's, he's, he's a guy who washes vans. He has a oh, washing vehicle I'm, company. Uh -huh. But I'm like, you're not going to, first of all, he said, I'm like, who the hell is this? And I'm like, you don't get a prize for finding my van, you know? No. Like, I don't have a Although, contest. that is an interesting thing you could do. Right? Yeah. Find me out in public. Yeah. And Find then, my van out in public. But he wants price. to do business and whatever else. And it came up to be a business inquiry mm. afterwards. But it was weird at first. I was like, what the hell is this? Whatever going on? I'll I was standing. Your van. <laughs> I'm just imagining like a homeless I'll man that has it. a phone, just a, a spray bottle. <laughs> and then um, I was in Shoppers Drug Mart in Niagara Falls one day, standing in the post office line, and some young man behind me yells out, "Hey, you're the Joe Crawford that does the Warrior Weather and the Daily Dick of the Day." Daily and Dick I said, "Yeah." What's and the Daily Dick of the Day? The Daily Did You Know fact. Okay. Dyk. Did you know it's the Daily Dick of the Day? <laughs> I will take you to the line, but I won't cross it. So you just got dirty with Dick. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Dyk. That that. Anyways. Um, okay. He's <laughs> like, how do I get out of this one? But no. uh, this guy. I'm, this... I'm thinking about taking the actual the idea a step further. Oh, what's that? I don't know. An actual dick of a day. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where you could there, have such a promotion. There is a uh, Niagara talent that is quite known for 
I, I don't know if it's daily, but she is quite known for rating dick pics. So oh. I feel like if she turned it daily, she could call it the daily Oh, there we go. Well, I copyrighted daily dick, so it's DYK that dick anyways. But no, I'm going to buy I wonder if dickoftheday.ca with it's the ICK is purchased. All right. Well, you check that out. And then uh, <laughs> as I uh, go on with the gentleman behind me, he goes, oh, yeah. Uh, he goes, you're Joe Crawford. I said, yeah, nice to meet you and everything else. I gave him a shout out on the Facebook page. And he was like, oh. So those, those kind of recognitions and that um, for the fame, not so much. I'm Niagara known. Uh, the best is because my mom used to work at a bank that I will not name, but people would tell her things that because uh, I would go out and do stuff or they've seen me out somewhere and because and, I live on my own, right? They, oh, I saw Joe. I'm like, I can't do anything in this region if I wanted to do hmm. almost sometimes. And then I have another friend that we hang out and just recently finally because i told her and this is what made me to be a liar i known her for about eight or eight or nine months i said oh just give you a heads up i'm just going to bother you but some people might she goes oh it doesn't bother me it's fine because i want to be candid and open right and everything else and so then she goes that don't bother me and then finally i just got recognized like, I'm like now at the point I'm like i want to get recognized by someone or whatever else it finally got recognized like two weeks ago and she goes that took a long time for you to get recognized maybe you're not that well no i'm like shit <laughs> covers blown <laughs> So is it purchased? Uh, or are you seeing like... I'm checking GoDaddy now. See how much it is. Now you're going to check out who's your daddy for the daily dick and whatever else. No. Um, that's like... Uh, it's a good domain for that lady that does like the little sweaters and the outfits for... Yeah, right? Yeah, right. There you go. See? You should buy it. <laughs> no, that's, that's interesting. Um forget what comedian it was but he was saying that his he never does this but his wife tried to leverage his fame in a in an airport oh my gosh and <laughs> the tsa agent like said to him okay 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 because his wife said and he's worried he's gonna get ransacked by fans and whatnot yeah and instead of letting him through the tsa agent made an announcement saying oh He's here if you want autographs, but then you have to let him go, and nobody came. came. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. One day is gonna happen. I gotta say, secretly down, down inside, I like to get that recognition, though. It, it's saved. a weird thing. Yeah. That I had the complimentary one was at the at the gas station, yeah. but last year I just ended a a like retail work relationship. And I was behind the counter at a retail store, and a woman kept staring at me. Whatever I can say it, I was behind the counter at Beatty's yeah. affiliation. Um, and she kept staring at me as I was working. I'm like, I, I had already helped her, so I'm like, is there anything else you need? She's like, no, do you, never mind. It wasn't you. I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm very confused now. What do you mean? She's like, do you do a political show? A political show. And I'm like... No. Yeah. I was, like, oh, I was I was watching suddenly with Johnny Tischler, uh -huh. mayoral candidate. Oh. And I'm like, oh yeah, that was. Why did you think it couldn't be me? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm here. <laughs> like, people don't grab that cause if you can do many things. So, one so, day, we haven't talked to Johnny in a while. Should. Oh, he's coming back on. He's coming back on. It's April first. Nice. There you go. Yeah. We have a, it's. It's been very interesting lining up guests. Yeah. Trying to trying to balance everything, and then we got a string of uh, multiple guests, and didn't want to book too far in advance. Right. Absolutely. So we're getting there though. Yeah. 
That's good. So now we're getting to the point where I have to start making the, the calls again. We miss the, re- the main reason why I try to get in touch with Ed the Sock yeah. is because I saw his schedule and he was performing in Niagara Falls on a Friday. Right. And then I grew up in Tilsonburg. Okay. Okay. He was performing in Tilsonburg on the Saturday. Oh, I'm like, geez. is there no stop between Niagara Falls and Tilsonburg? Like, what the? You think you'd hit Hamilton or something? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who thinks Niagara Falls on Friday and then Tilsonburg, Tilsonburg on, on Saturday? Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so I messaged him saying, "Either or, you want to do it on the Friday or the Saturday? We can make it work." And all I got was, "Go on." So I explained <laughs> more. And then he said something else, and I didn't hear any anything else. But it was just an odd oh. thing. You should have stretched the truth and said that you were a local celebrity in Tilsonburg and, <laughs> and leverage all of the relationships you have. Uh, well, yeah, and say that um, the people want this. The sad thing was, is after I messaged him, I sent a message to Eric, and I'm like. Do you know who Ed the Sock is? And he said, no. Oh, that's why they got <laughs> but, the vibe. But it's, it's okay because people I'm of like, my age, I feel old. a friend that I have that is my age said he knew very well who Ed the Sock was. So And then it's not even like, an age Googled thing. him. He looks funny. I'm like, I think we may have an interview with him because we're talking positive. And then I thought, hmm. I mean, now we have you, so it wouldn't be true anyways. Right. Like, how would you feel if our most famous guest was a sock? Yes. <laughs> well, see, you try to go after a sock, and I interviewed Lamb Chops. That's amazing, though. Yeah. So, so kind of the same. You know who Lamb Chops is? Nope. Oh, my God. <laughs> my girlfriend would be envious of the fact you, e- you emailed you. <laughs> interviewed Lamb yeah. Chops. You don't know, really? Nope. I have a, a amazing unawareness of a lot of things that were on TV. Well, explain and, and Lamb Chops to him. I want to well, hear this. Well, basically, it was a puppet as well. <laughs> and it, it was wasn't a, real? No, it was a puppet. What? Yeah, I know. I'm sorry to say. And Charlie the horse and that. And, and they would... Ed was just licking yes. peanut butter. <laughs> right? And, and it was a kid. That's it's... too old for you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what am I gotten into? <laughs> But it was a kids program with uh, Sherry Lewis, oh, and she's passed away now. Yes. And the daughter. I do know who that is. Okay, well, Sherry. How do you know Sherry Lewis? Not Lamb Chops. <laughs> I don't know. When I was a kid, I had very limited TV options. But Sherry Lewis was with Lamb Chops <laughs> all the time. But no now, idea. now the daughter Mallory Lewis is Seriously? carrying on the legend of you know, Lamb, Lamb Chops. Looks slightly familiar. Oh yeah. Oh. So this is the song that yeah, it goes on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's ringing a bell. All right. He's just saying that so we can move along. I think, no. right, Josh. <laughs> anyway, this, but, yeah, she was a very famous. It was a very famous kid show. I when I was a kid, it was Barney. When I was really young, yeah, terrible. I know. I don't know how. Teletubbies. No, actually, it was too Who's, old. Who's? I was too old for yeah, that. My brothers, my brothers went to Teletubbies. But then I don't have any clue. My you know, parents Arthur? have no Magic School Arth- Bus. Yeah, Arthur Magic School Bus. I, well, I like those. Uh, Mr. Dressup. No. Mr. Rogers. Yes. Really? No Mr. Dressup? CBC, though? I don't know. My my parents have brought up a couple shows, and they're like, oh, you still have that when you're a kid. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. I, I don't recognize it all. So I clearly have lost about four years of my life. I have no show. idea what happened. <laughs> There's a little Not uh, a blackout somewhere oh, along yeah. the line. Somewhere there. along the yeah. line. <laughs> One night you were drinking, and you lost your childhood TV show memory. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Interesting psychological phenomenon. Apparently, for most people, 
their ability to mem like remember things kicks in right around the age where they start to master language and that they have conversations. What I thought people. I was going to say, say no. it's beer or whatever else. No. no. So if, if you can talk fluidly with an adult, you can probably remember to that time. And I'm not going to question you on that because you studied that. I did. Well, not really. I took a class on it. Oh. But, but yeah, studied biology. So close enough. Yeah. Call All that. Right. He's the smartest person I know. <laughs> not, um, not where it counts. I just... Childhood celebrities, the the most not where it counts. <laughs> um, ah, useless information doesn't contend as being smart information. That's right. Sure. Trivia night, you'll be fantastic. Perfect. Um, meeting childhood celebrities, I grew up loving the Elephant Show. Yes, right, Sharon Lois. Sharon Lois Bram. Bram, I've seen them. And and Eric Nagler. Yes, he was. He's Canadian. And yeah. Lives, yeah, I met him too. I. I mean, just grew up, saw them in concert and everything. And through just family situations, we were at a benefit at the hospital for sick kids in Toronto. And my brother was one of the uh, award winners or recipients of something. Yeah. And they were performing there, which cool. is cool. Cause yeah. that's, that itself is a like a private engagement. Yeah. And there's, I feel like I've mentioned this on this show like a week ago. This is very familiar. I, I said I said it to somebody, but there's a very weird situation where you're standing a foot away from your childhood heroes, not Absolutely. heroes, but childhood celebrities. Yeah. yeah. And they're having a conversation with your parents like they're actual people because Bram at the time and still clearly now needed hearing aids and right. so did my brother so he's having a conversation with my dad about his hearing aids and stuff like that oh, it's just a weird yeah 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 personification of these tv stars yeah absolutely and i never met lamb chop but i also met mr dress up as there well. you go and i met what's the one that does the she was a clown and she did the clock on the floor in her oh uh, oh yeah. Oh, I watched whatever this was. The Big Comfy Couch Girl. Yeah. yeah. I, I met her, too, at Ontario Place years ago. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I used to watch that as a kid. I don't remember anything about what it was about. but No, I just remember the clock a, thing, and she was very It was flexible. a giant couch that yep. she gets she she find stuff. Nose. Yeah, she yeah. was a clown. Yes. That's right. Hey. It all comes back down to being a clown. It does. <laughs> it all start, Maybe that's the moral of the story. Be a clown. Be a clown. Don't lie, but be confident. <laughs> and lie a little. Lie a little. Lie a little and hope you can back it up. That's right. Have you, off topic, but I guess that's good. Have you ever oversold and then either over, I'm asking you, not him. Me? Yeah. Have you oversold and then either under delivered? Ooh, or... all the time. In Sex life. <laughs> that's that's <very> true. <laughs> Sorry, Melissa. In in university, I had to do it regularly to convince professors to let me do certain things, and it was it was just part of. I don't know. I just got used to it. I would say. Um, what else did I oversell? I don't know. I th I feel like a lot I oversold of oversold my company to you when <laughs> you first. You might have <laughs> you might have oversold the company to me also when I had a job interview. Yes, I a did. little bit. I felt it was... But a... I've enjoyed it. Yeah, it's been okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Joe, this has been amazing. This yeah, it's been, been a lot of fun. Most, we've had longer episodes and we've had shorter episodes. This, this is right on the average. Most, the most entertaining and I think free-flowing and funny. Yeah, funny good. Thing. I appreciate yeah, that. I'm a, an entertainer. I hope so. high-energy podcast. It was. That's good. Um, so, when we get our spoiler alert studio... If. Let's, let's, keep, let's keep it with if. 
<laughs> we'll see. If? Did I say if or when? You said when. Did I say when? Yeah. If. Whatever. We're going to have a studio. Yeah. yeah. Wherever you go, <laughs> I will be there. We're going to make I'll it happen. There. You'll come? As the Jacks are saying, I'll be there. Perfect. Yeah. We'd love to have you back. Yeah, I yes. appreciate that. You've been a great This guest. was fun. Yeah. I, Thank I you. know you said that you don't do interviews all that often. But I don't, but this was a lot of fun. This so. is very untraditional interviewing. Yeah, and this is how I do the show as well. So, we The way we sell it to people, they're like, well, um, well, Niagara 411 and other people, is there's lots of businesses out there or people that aren't personified exactly. So we right. try, you obviously are. Yeah. But this has worked out very well too because you already know who you are and you ran with it. We yeah. You have to personify you. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah. That's good. Are there any closing comments or anything like that? Yeah. So uh, basically, you can listen to the Joe Show every Sunday, 4 p.m. Eastern. Go do it. And uh, on Revealing Talk Radio is a website. You can listen on their mobile device, revealingtalkradio.com slash live. Or you can go to my website, joecrawfordlive.com, and click on the Joe Show tab, and all the information is there for the Joe Show. You can hear past shows and interviews with celebrities I've had on in the past. Also, you can check out while you're there locations and places that I'm performing at and entertaining at. And this summer through May, from May through to September, we're going to be giving away uh, passes to Toronto Zoo, Canada's Wonderland, Merrittville Speedway, and Humberston Speedway every single weekday through the Joe Show. And people can like that on Facebook. Again, all the links, just go to joecrawfordlive.com. Sends you all there and how you can find out more information and uh, get some fun stuff to do during the summertime. And I thank you guys for having me on. It was a lot of fun. Enjoyed it. And This is breaking the fourth wall, but we do that often enough. You said we were going to record a video on your end. Are we doing that now or after we stop recording? When we're stop, I can grab the phone. Can, can I leave yeah. my chair? I can leave my it's chair. Wireless. Yeah. Okay. All you right. can still talk and you we can, can hear you. You can run All right. That's good. Like. All right. Well, I don't know how the cameras all worked here and that stuff here. So we can do that right now. Um, yeah. A video into a video? Yeah. Video into um, a video. Okay. Videoception. Hmm? Videoception. Um, Videoception. So basically, this is going to go on the Joe Show page. Should have brought this up. What do we say? Stick. So I say <laughs> that I was on your program. And that's basically how they can hear your podcast and program. I know I shared it on mine. I'm going to share it more so. And that's also people can get on your Facebook page and like. Oh, and in the future, you might be able to hear Joe on podcast.com. Yeah, that's something amazing or whatever else. I'll learn something new. You learn something new every day. You can list so. So let's do video. You're gonna flub it. Maybe, oh, maybe flub I won't. Well, we're not live, it? so it's all right. Okay. So we'll do it from my end here, and we'll go. <laughs> Hey everybody, Joe Crawford here in the studio of a fantastic podcast called what? Guys? A funny thing happened on the way to the podcast. A funny thing happened on the way to the podcast, and a lot of funny things happened during the podcast <laughs> that you'll get to hear on where. Well, you can listen to us on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, the Google Play area, and uh iTunes, nice. Apple Music, and everything. Nice. And we're everywhere. We're you can all find over us the place. everywhere. Fantastic. And you guys, who are you? So we know. My name is Eric. And I am Jesse. Why are you talking into your microphone? They can't hear that microphone. <laughs> it looks more official, doesn't it? Eric and Jesse, a fantastic podcast. A lot of fun. They have almost gotten 60 podcasts 
on its way. You can and... spend more time with us than anybody ever wants to. <laughs> I know I have. All right. So anyways, <laughs> I'm joking. No, seriously, though, you guys are great. And thanks very much for having me on your show. No problem. All right. You can check that out very soon. And I'll share it on our social media, too. Thank you. Thank you. There we go. See, simple and done just like that. We didn't even sign off directly here, though. Well, we, we're still recording. It's true. So what we'll do, so I'll ask you to get that video. You can send it to me. We'll clip that into you. We'll just make there movie magic. Absolutely. But Power of editing. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you, Joe. Have a good night, everybody. Next Goodbye. Week, we're on location. Look forward yeah. to next week. Oh. All right. That is enough sitting for one night. Okay. All right, guys. In case they go out of sync somewhere in the middle.